Hello and welcome back to Marriage the Good, the Bad, the Funny. I'm Samuel Pitcher. And I'm Sarah Pitcher. It is December 8th, 2019. Let's get into it. Starting right off here, you found two questions for us. Yes. And I briefly heard you talk about one of them, but otherwise am in the complete dark on this. Good. Yes, just as, just how we like it. Yes. Well, then let's get into it. Hopefully everyone had a good Thanksgiving, and we are back as the most inconsistent uploaders ever. Yay! Yep. But you can help. If you listen more, we'll publish more. How about that? Fair deal? Good. Let's get into it. Okay, so first question. The one that you heard me talking about briefly. So it's, what experience from your honeymoon is the most meaningful or memorable to you? You know, I'm going to have to say that this is a trap. Yes. Because if I don't pick the right one, it'll be... It'll be trouble for me. Yeah, you already gave me that look like, you only have one right answer. No. Yeah, but you want me to say one particular thing. No. Uh-huh. Well, your question, you go first. Why do I go first? Because it's your question. I just told you why. But that's a cop-out. I will have to answer, but you go first. You picked the question. You were excited about it. Well, no, I was more excited about the next one. Not too bad you're answering this one first. Oh, fine. So let's see here. What experience from your honeymoon most memorable or meaningful? Well, so most memorable will probably always have to be going to Bush Gardens. <laughs> yes, as we all know. Uh, but it's it's memorable for a lot of different reasons. It's memorable because of the fact that Obviously, we learned some things on this on that trip about how you need to give me the map and just let me do my thing. Um, but also, it's memorable in the sense that, I mean, really, our honeymoon in general was the first time we really got away anywhere together. And it was just really special going to, like, an amusement park where we both were going to have fun and um, you got to see my reactions for getting on the roller coasters and I got to see your reactions about not wanting to go on like the drop tower. Like it, it's just fun. It's memorable. Well, as we've talked about before, I got to see a lot of your reactions to a lot of things. Yes. Oh, like being told you can't have the map. Little did I know. The campaign phase was officially over. I told you one of my favorite quotes. We hide our flaws until after the wedding. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I think the most meaningful um, would probably be... uh, You know, I think the most meaningful was going to the aquarium. um, Because... Yes, did we have a lot of fun going to like Bush Gardens and doing a bunch of different things, but I really liked going to the aquarium because it's something that you really enjoy going to. And we were able to spend more time there. It wasn't like you were rushing, rushing to different parts to try to get it all done in one day. Um, I just, I had a lot of fun there. 
So most meaningful and most memorable aren't going to be what a honeymoon is traditionally known for. I know we have to keep things G-rated around here. Well, I mean... That was forgettable, though. I'm not saying We're waiting for an answer. It was not meaningful either. What do you want me to say? This is supposed to be a family-friendly podcast. (laughs) Well, I just want to take it down the risque path. Okay, well, you know, the same could be said for you. I haven't gone yet. Okay, well, you go then. The most memorable and the most meaning time of our honeymoon was definitely what honeymoons are most known for. Mm. See, I start out that way. But since it is G-rated, I'll give the second most meaningful and second most memorable. How's that? Fine. Yeah. See, and I thought I was going to get in trouble. Mm, Let's see how it is. So, well, were you done? I yanked the mic away from you. Were you done? I don't really have a choice now, do I? Nope. I know. Don't worry. We'll give you plenty of time with your other questions. But for me, I was surprised that you weren't going to say Pocahontas pancakes because we talk about that all the time for either of those categories. I could say the most uh, memorable time is how the first place we ate at was California pizza. And we both said it was the most disgusting thing we've ever eaten as far as pizza is concerned. We just burned that sponsor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Not that they were lining up anyway. But as far as that goes, Bush Gardens was good. The aquarium's a good one. I mean, I think Virginia Beach has the best aquarium I've been to. And yeah, I think you agree mm-hmm. on that one. Granted, we haven't been to a lot, but the fact that it beat the Florida one we went to says a lot. And we really haven't found a good one since. At least nothing like that. So that was meaningful. Um, getting to wake up by the beach every day. That's pretty awesome. And the weather was good because we went on the tail end of the season. So the weather was still nice, but we didn't have to compete with a million tourists. And then there was the shopping. Shopping! I thought that was going to be yours. That that was just meaningful for me or memorable for me because I just kept going to these places and kept thinking, this is the same seashell necklace we saw at the other place. But you were insistent that we had to try every single store. To make sure we found every last souvenir possible. And you buy two of everything. For numerous reasons. So that's pretty memorable. Yeah. I think we could go on and on about our honeymoon. Making own episodes about that. Because it was how long? A week. A week. Full week. We don't get those anymore. Weeks off of work and... Do whatever we want for a week. We did. We just we took did. one this year. But not like a vacation. Not like a drive somewhere and go somewhere. Well, no. That's more expensive. It's too expensive. Oh, fine. Well, do you have anything you want to add about honeymoons? We could get the deep thoughts since people do like those. Well, that's why I wanted to bring up the whole point of a honeymoon. Is to... I won't say the real word. We'll just say solidify the marriage. <laughs> Is that the G-rated term? Well, yes. But I also seem to recall there was a a certain incident that happened on our first night being in Virginia Beach. Which, if you know us more 
more personally, you would you would know what that is. And I know that you know what I'm referring to. When we first got to Virginia Beach. Is it something to do with the hotel? Um, yes. Reservations? No. Well, no. I got mad at you about something? Yes. No. Well, that's to be expected. Yes. Yes, you got mad at me about something. And so I stormed off. And I went downstairs to the convenience store, used your card to buy ice cream. Yay! Oh, boy. Well, on that note, if that's what you want to end that section on, you ready for your next question? Yes. All right. Well, we can get into it after this, then. Time for your question that you were really excited about. Yes, because this is the most recent thing. And I just thought that it was hilarious how you handled it. Well, I see one word and it already looks risque. No, it's not risque. It's not? No. It's not this one? No. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong question. No, you're looking at the right question. Oh, I'm just taking it out of context? Yes. Oh, all right. Well, read your read your wonderful question you have for us then, love. Okay. So, when your partner is ill, how would you rate your bedside manner um, from your per- from your spouse's perspective what would you improve it or how would you improve it when your spouse is ill yes are you going first again no it's your turn my bedside man let me read this you read it when your partner is ill how would you rate your bedside manner mm-hmm. that's a quote by the way for those yeah. who can't see they quoted wrong. They put the question mark outside the Okay. <laughs> From your spouse's perspective, what would you improve? Yeah, see, I think it's, it's weirdly worded. How would you improve it? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, what would improve it? So from your perspective, what would improve my bedside manner? Correct. And, but how do you rate yours? When you're sick, mm-hmm. my bedside manner is a solid eight. Like, it's probably higher, but I want to be conservative for when you eventually bash it here and say that it could be something better. But I would say it's a solid eight because when you're sick, like just the other night, I just left you alone. And yes, there were a couple moments where I poked at you and said I wanted you to look at something, but I quickly went away. So there's where you can talk to me my two points. And then I went about my own business uh, from your spouse's perspective what would improve it? Now, from your perspective, you'd probably want me to be on call more readily. Like, sit there and be there, but be silent and don't bother you. But be ready to, you know, jump at the drop of a hat. Probably like what you'll be like when you're inevitably pregnant. And you'll be like, I need to be on call at like 2 in the morning for when you have weird cravings for food that we don't have in our fridge. I'll have a field day with that one, honey. I know you will. You'll have a field day with it. So that's what you want. And that's what would improve it. I don't know how much more. I don't know how much more I can improve it. I I think I'm an eight. You'll probably tell me I'm wrong. So, well, do you have any, uh, you know, rebuttals to my statements before you answer it for yourself? Yes. Yes. Oh, good. I knew you would. So the only rebuttal that I have is if you see that I'm clearly in pain or like I'm really not doing well, the first thought that you have is not to try to shove chicken noodle soup in my face. Although chicken noodle soup is 
you know, good for the soul, <laughs> according to the book. Um, in certain circumstances, it is not always the go-to. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, that's really that's really my only rebuttal with that. I will admit, if we're talking about the same instance, I kind of was like, you want some chicken noodle soup? Yes. <laughs> it's got sodium. It's good for you. Because <laughs> yeah. that's how educated I sound with that. Yep. How are we talking about the same incident? I'm pretty when sure. When you were in pain. Yes. And I thought chicken noodle soup would help you out. Yes. Okay. Well, as long as we're on the same page. Yes. Well, now you answer the question. Um. All right. So how is my bedside manner? I would say that I'm very doting. In fact, I'm probably over... I'm over-doting in your opinion because when you're sick or when you don't feel good, you just want to be left alone. And I do try to be like, okay, well, do you want this? Or did you take something? Because you're also notorious for not taking like something for a headache or you're notorious for not taking anything when you're sick. So if I had to rate it, I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to say that I'm probably like an eight as well. I'm not going to go higher than you. I'm going to say that we're on like an even playing field. Now, if it's from your point of view, how I could improve it, it's got to be leave me alone. You just want to be left alone to suffer in the bed. With your iPad. Am I am I correct in thinking that? Yes. Yeah. I'm not your typical guy that whines and says, hold the bucket for me and hold my hand. I'd say, just leave me alone. I know what I want. I know where it is. So you should be happy about that. A lot of guys are babies when they're sick. I guess you could still be a baby. It's just that I don't expect you to, like, coddle me and do anything about it. I just expect you to leave me alone. Is that fair? Well, yeah, but it's also like, I'm sorry that I'm trying to be a good wife and try to take care of you when you're not feeling good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. hmm See, I knew that you'd be able to, you know, turn that around how it's my fault. Yes. I knew if we spent a long enough time yes, on this question. Yes, I'm glad that you understand <laughs> we, now. We would get there. Uh, well... Being sick is something that's going to happen as long as you live with somebody. In fact, once one person gets sick, the clock usually ticks down until the next person gets sick. And then the whole family goes through it. We'll know that even more, though, when we have kids. When you get sick, I don't always get sick. True. But when we have kids and we're all in close quarters. And right now, Ralphie doesn't share his germs with us. No. Thank goodness he doesn't get sick often. Nope. Though you might hear him grunting in this episode because he... He knows that there's sugar cookies because tis the season for tasty treats being baked out in the kitchen right now. And the grunts are a little bit better to hear than him barking in the distance because he just won't stop. <laughs> he won't. He's a 14-pound dog with a, you know, 80-pound dog voice. Well, not only that, an 80-pound dog appetite. Yep. He just wants all the cookies. All the cookies to himself. But we digress. I think we have time for one more question. Yes. Yes, we do. Right after this, I think I found a perfect one. Ooh. Yes, it's my turn. 
Let's see. So being that it's Christmas season, December, at least here in the States, I don't know if we have the demographics say we have somebody who listens outside of there, but as far as we're concerned, Christmas is fastly approaching. So that being said, even though we have the most inconsistent upload schedule like we joked about earlier, let's try to do a Christmas theme better than we did with the Halloween theme. And I don't think we even did a Thanksgiving theme. No. So let's try to remain consistent. It's going to be real hard for us, I know. However, questions we can ask ourselves this Christmas season. You picked this one out of the list we were looking at earlier. You want to go first to read the question, or do you want me to read the question? You can read the question. All right, simple enough. Are you the type of person, I think it goes along with more of the discussion that people like to insert themselves in because everyone's favorite word is me. Do you enjoy getting gifts or giving gifts better and why? Now, I think this is one that everyone could default to one side just to make themselves look better. So that's why I added the and why. Not us, but other people would do. Other people would try to make themselves look better. I would never do such a thing as to make myself look better than what I really am. Not even a little bit. Nope. Nope. So are you answering? Yeah. All right. Ralphie might chime in as we mentioned earlier as well. Probably. So I personally prefer giving Fs. The reason being is I am a terrible snoop. So I don't like waiting for things. So I tend to look ahead to see what I might be getting. And overall, I genuinely like going out to find like the perfect gift where it's like, okay, this is unique. It's awesome. It's going to get here right in time for the holidays. And I know that whoever I'm buying for will love this gift. And it may not be even the most practical gift. Sometimes it's something that they've been having their eye on that I'm like, okay, yes, I know that this is, this is what they really want. Because let's be honest, you know, socks can be cool sometimes for Christmas, but they're not the most wanted gift sometimes. No. So that's personally, like, I personally love going out trying to find, trying to find a unique gift. Like the year that I got you that man crate and you had to pry into it, which man crate, if you want to sponsor us, that's, that's awesome. Cause I bought before, bought from you guys before. So, you know, hit us up. For a sponsorship. Okay. Boy, you're getting good at this shameless thing. I know. I really am. I'm learning from the best. Well, good. I'm glad. So, anyways, let's move on to you. Which one do you prefer? Well, I told you this could be one-sided, but at least my explanation might be a teensy bit different because it's still ultimately selfish. Yay. I prefer getting gifts. Or giving gifts. Sorry. I do like getting gifts, but... Giving them is less stressful. Actually, you know what? Both sides really suck. When you come down to it, both sides really do have their disadvantages. Because I pick the giving. I like to give more because at least that way, I am in control of it. I am deciding. I'm using my creativity, like you had mentioned, to give the person the gift that they might want, whether it be something practical or not. And I'm in control of it. 
as opposed to when you're getting gifts and you have to, the, the pressure's there. When If you open the gift without them there, like we got a gift today, if we don't like the gift, like at least it'll be in the privacy of our home and we can just, you know, have our own little jokes about it and either use it or do something with it. And everyone knows the wonders of regifting in those cases. But if you're at like a gift exchange party and you open the gift in front of the person or on Christmas day and you open the gift in front of the person, there's so much pressure like to give that good reaction that they were looking for because you get something and you have to, everyone's an actor to some degree. Some are just better at it than others. Cause if you don't like it, you have to be like, yay, just what I wanted. What, what is it? <laughs> or you have to, there's so much pressure because you know that that person spent time and or money to some degree getting it. Granted, you might be getting something that they just picked up from somebody else that they didn't like. We talked about the regifting, but there's so much pressure. But I also have difficulties with the giving because you know I'm. This is the picture curse. I I don't know what it is, but subconsciously you want them to like just be in love with the gift that you get them, and you want them to be like so ecstatic when they open it up and if they don't get a react the reaction you want you're like you get kind of mad because ultimately you wanted to be the hero that got them the perfect gift that's still selfish right mm-hmm. yeah but it, like i've gotten you stuff before and if you don't have the reaction I like i get depressed it's like i want like for some reason i <laughs> subconsciously i want fanfare i want trumpets to sound the lights of heaven to open up and and shine down upon me as the greatest gift giver ever even though i'm pretty terrible at it ultimately there's a guy i work with who's who can actually claim to be a gift giving uh, genius we're talking to the mic that he gave us right here but i would say giving gifts is my favorite out of the two because at least that way me not getting the reaction I want is better than having to wonder if they, because I'm always fearful that they don't think I'm appreciative if I don't give them the reaction they wanted. Like if I get something I don't like, and then they think I'm an ungrateful person. So getting gifts is not my favorite. Giving gifts is. Did I ramble enough? Yes. Perfect. Well, that's what we're here for, right? I didn't know we were here to have you ramble. <laughs> No, that's why we're going to let you come up with the last spiel if you have anything. No, I never do. You never do? No. Well, do you want to tell them how they... I don't have any questions in front of us now from our listeners. Do you want to tell them how they can send them? No, you usually do it. Doesn't mean you can't. Uh, I think it does. Fine. Well, like I said, no questions via email but you or Facebook that hits on what we can be reached at we have marriage gbf at gmail.com and you can like us on facebook at marriage the good the bad the funny podcast page join us there follow us there whatever shameless plug i got here send us questions if you don't like the questions we pick out you can help out by picking our your own for us we have no shame no secrecy fair enough yes all right well if you don't have anything I've rambled enough. Yes. We'll keep up some Christmas themes. Be a little bit more faithful to our listeners who deserve it. Yes. They can sponsor us, by the way, by going to the link in the description. Last shameless plug. It's Christmas, folks. Giving is 
the best thing you can do. Okay. We just... <laughs> all right. All right. We're done. Oh, we're done. We're done here. Okay. Well, this has been Marriage, the Good. The Bad. The Funny. I'm Samuel Pitcher. And I'm Sarah Pitcher. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.